Standard on KCOU 88.1 FM. Happy Thursday morning. Um, oh, yeah. Um, oh, I am so tired. It's the last week of classes. Today is the last day of classes. Tomorrow is <clears throat> stop day. So there's no classes, which is super fun because I'm just to a point of very much ready to be done with classes. So that is very beautiful to me. Um, what is not beautiful to me is if anybody watched the Chiefs game this weekend, um, I was watching part of it while at the Mizzou basketball game and I simply left the game a little bit early because I had no like signal and I was I I was really wanting to watch the game and so I left a little bit early and I should have stayed I should have stayed because the Chiefs oh they looked no they didn't even look bad is like the thing they just I don't know what it is about the Bengals but oh the They'll get the Chiefs every time, won't they? It's just one of those things. But, you know, maybe come playoff time, it'll switch this year. Um, hopefully, a, a girl can dream. I, I'm i a little bit sick of the Chiefs getting beat up by the Bengals. But I, I think they looked a little bit better against them this time. So, you know... That's something to be optimistic about, I suppose. Um, but this weekend really helped um, my other NFL team, the Buffalo Bills, out quite a bit. Um, of course, at the downfall of my other team, the Chiefs. But that is the life I lead as a fan of the top two teams in the AFC. Um, but yeah, a bunch of teams that like... Um, in the Bills, like, division lost and the Chiefs lost. And so it was just a, a good weekend overall for the Buffalo Bills. I also, oh my gosh, shout out to my friend Jack Knowlton. Um, my friend group does, like, a secret Santa situation. And this year... Jack Knowlton, host of, well, one of the hosts of both the Penalty Box and Boxed Box and the un Unwritten Rule, and also <laughs> a co-host one day on uh, the Mizzou Sports Daily Show. So really on the airwaves constantly, it seems like. Um, but he was my secret Santa, and he got me a shirt that says, Oh My Josh. And it's a little Josh Allen shirt, and it's fabulous um, for my love of Mr. Josh Allen and also the Buffalo Bills. So that's, that's pretty sick, if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, so good weekend overall for the Bills. The Chiefs are still in a good spot, but oh, I'd really like them to get that, that number one seed. But, you know, if if a team is going to get it and it's not the Chiefs, 
it must be the bills and I'm fine with it being the bills. Um, but yeah, I, in my mind just like delved into like 30 other things I could say about the NFL and I'm, I'm going to hold back because today, today is a big day. Today is a massive day for, of course, figure skating. Um, I'm so excited. I didn't even realize until I was looking at Twitter today, I was trying to find the schedule for the Grand Prix final. And um, because it starts today and I wanted to know what, what time it started. And the US figure skating Twitter had like just tweeted that had the Grand Prix final had been canceled for the past two years. And I'd completely forgotten that I knew it was canceled one year um, because of COVID, but that was the year like literally everything was canceled. And I forgot they canceled it the next year. And I want to say it was like, I think it was supposed to take place in Japan and they like had a COVID outbreak or something. Something happened where it was like it got canceled again. And I was like having vague memories of like talking about it on the show and stuff. Um, And it's just crazy to me that, yeah, it hasn't happened in two years. I'm pretty sure the last time it happened was when Nathan Chen skated Rocket Man. I'm like almost positive. Yes, because it would have been canceled in 2021. In 2020, in 2019 is when he skated Rocket Man at, was it 2019? It could have been 2018. Honestly, I don't remember, but that's like one of my favorite performances ever. It was, I think, his best performance of his little Elton John mashup um, skate. That one was just so good. It was so good. Um, And this Grand Prix final has probably like one or two skaters that are the same as the one um, three years ago because there's just been such a large turnover in figure skating this year. Um, And then, you know, over four years, people are going to leave the sport. Athletes are going to retire, but this season is just something different. But... I said last week that I wanted to save my predictions for this week, and so I'm going to be doing that today. It is the only thing I have planned because I'm just going to assume that it's going to take up all my time and not even try to squeeze something else in like I do most weeks. But let's start with the predictions. Of course, I'm going to start where I always do. I'm going to start with the men. So just to go back through who qualified, I'm going to say who qualified and how they got there. So mm, do I want to go six to one? I think I do. Okay. So the sixth place finisher in the Grand Prix. So the last, last man in, last man who qualified is Shun Sato of Japan. Um, He earned 24 points on the Grand Prix circuit. And he did that by first getting a um, bronze medal and 11 points at the Grand Prix in Britain and then earned a silver medal at the Grand Prix of Espoo in Finland. Um, So that earned him 13 points and 24 overall, of course, of course. But he didn't have to skate that very difficult NHK trophy, which I think threw an absolute wrench in the qualifications for the Grand Prix final. But that is all I'll say on that for now. Um, But yeah, so 24 points was able to get in there. Highest medal was a silver, but he did medal at both of his events. The same cannot be said for 
the man who finished in fifth, Daniel Grossel of Italy. Now that was, I do believe, Mr. Blaze Field's dark horse um, when we talked about the Grand Prix way back in August. Um, you know, really early predictions. Um, yeah, Blaze was predicting then that Daniel Grossel will make the final, and he was correct. Grossel also earned 24 points and really kind of came out of nowhere because he got nine points from getting fourth at Skate America. And then he won the Grand Prix of Britain and earned 15 points there for his gold medal. He, excuse me, sorry. He holds the tiebreaker, which puts him in fifth. It literally doesn't matter because they both qualified. But he has the tiebreaker because he did get a gold medal. And Shunsato, his highest was a silver. And that's the first tiebreaker. So, yep. Fourth place in the standings is Sodiyamamoto who took home two silver medals on the Grand Prix circuit, one of which was at the Grand Prix of France, which I did argue was the um, weakest pool of skaters, but that is my opinion. And also, but then, (laughs) so I'm like, here it is silver at this, but like, it wasn't that difficult of a field. Then also turned around and earned his silver medal at the NHK Trophy in Japan, which was arguably the most difficult field of skaters. And so, earned my respect thus as well. Also earning 26 points was Kaimura of Japan. He took on the first two Grand Prix, so Skate America and Skate Canada, And he um, lost to one of the top two qualifiers in both of those. The second place qualifier was Shoma Uno of Japan, earning two golds on the Grand Prix, one of which was at Skate Canada, and the other was at the NHK Trophy. And then the overall top qualifier of the men's Grand Prix was Ilya Malinin of the United States of America. He earned two gold medals skating the first Grand Prix and the last Grand Prix event. So Skate America and the Grand Prix of Espoo in Finland earning 30 points overall and qualifying higher than Shoma Uno based on overall points through the entire Grand Prix, well, through two events, um, Malinin scored about six more points than Uno did over his two events. So those are six qualifiers. They skate today, and I haven't heard of anyone dropping out, but should any of them have to drop, the first alternate is Adam Xiaohimfa of France, Second alternate is Cha Junhuan of Korea. And the third alternate is Kazuki Tomono of Japan. So those are our qualifiers. Now, let's get to my predictions. The men skate the short program today. And I'm going to try my best to have it on. Will I have it on during an exam? Ooh, no. Pairs will be on during my exam. I should I should be able to straight up watch the men's short program. And I'm so excited because since my classes are pretty much over, I can actually watch. It's fabulous. Um, yes. So they skate this afternoon. And okay. I'm I'm like excited because it's the most difficult event to predict because it is like the sixth best from the entire Grand Prix you know 
it, it that's the intent. <laughs> it if it turns out that way is arguable and people are arguing it. Um, I talked about that a little bit last week, so I'm not going to go into it again. But because of how the Grand Prix is set up, if you have events like the NHK trophy, where it's like a very stacked field, it can kind of skew the results. But still, six of the best skaters this season going against each other. Okay. I am just very sure it's going to be a tight competition for gold between Ilya Malinin and Shoma Uno. So right now I'm really trying to look at who do I think is getting the bronze. And it's kind of difficult because because of Daniel Grossel. And this is why. I think Daniel Grossel is a stellar skater when he's clean, but he's very inconsistent. He kind of reminds me of Vincent Joe in that way because Vincent Joe was a fabulous skater when he'd land his jumps, but you could never know if he was going to land his jumps. And so it's just a situation of do I think at the Grand Prix final, Daniel Grosso will have it together enough to skate clean performances. And I'm actually going to look really quickly at how tight he was with Kalmiura. Oh, Kalmiura did score higher over two events. Oh, it's so tough. <laughs> You know, I think there are four Japanese men in this field. And I honestly feel like it would be crazy if two of them didn't end up on the podium. Like if there, there's four. And I just feel like if the podium was three different countries, that would be wild. Cool, but wild. So, uh, okay, I'm going to say that Kalmiura gets the bronze medal. That is my prediction, Kalmiura for bronze. I just, I don't have enough faith in Daniel Grossel. And, you know, comparing him to Vincent Joe, I was such a big Vincent Joe fan. And he, like, even when he did skate real... But his thing was under rotation. So even when he skated really well, the under rotation still kicked him. I just think it's going to be super. I feel like it could be super close between Miura and Grassel. And I just feel like Miura is going to have the edge. Probably both in artistry and just consistency is my feeling. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I feel like it's going to be close, but I feel like there will be some kind of, even if it's a small mistake, I feel like there will be some kind of error from Grossel and it'll be like, oh, if he just would have done like this one thing right, he would have had the podium. That's, that's my feeling. That is my guess. That is my prediction. And Grossel will actually be the first skater to hit the ice. From what I understand of this, hold on, let me check that. Let's look at the starting order. No, oh, I should have pulled up the starting order of all of these. Okay, absolutely not. He is the second. That makes more sense. Okay, this all makes more sense. So yes, Um. oh no, my predictions are gonna be boring. <laughs> Oops. <clears throat> okay, so then we're silver and gold. Do I think Ilya Malinin can win? I think, of course, he can, but do I think he will win? That's the question. Okay, Shoma Uno, I feel like, can do very well under pressure. 
Now, his skating this season, mind you, have I been able to actually watch his entire performances? No. Um, but from what I've seen from clips and also from looking at the judges' scores, he hasn't been super consistent. But I do think he has the possibility of being better under pressure. I'm thinking back to Worlds of last year when Ilya Malinin got his shot because he didn't make the Olympic team, which was controversial in my opinion, but he did make the Worlds team. And he went out at Worlds, stellar short program, and then kind of fell apart in the free... And it just seemed like maybe it was a little too much. But he did very well. Oh my gosh. I it's it's giving me the same vibes of Yuzuru Hanyu Nathan Chen. It just is. Same energy. Um, okay, here's what I think. I think experience in veteran skating is going to win out here. And as much as I would like for Ilya Malinin to win. I would like for an American man to get the gold medal. I feel like Shoma Uno is going to have the artistry, the skating skills, the components. I feel like that's going to really help him. I feel like his GOE could be very bolstered. Um, and I think the experience of being a veteran skater and having skated at so many big competitions and having had success there, I think that's really going to go in Shoma Uno's favor. So I am going to predict that Shoma Uno takes the gold here. Ilya Malinin silver and Kalmira bronze. I also think that could be completely wrong, but that's what's so fun about the Grand Prix final is that it, you know, it could be anyone's game. It re it really could. You know, the four of them for bronze and then could be Shoma Una or Malinin's game for gold is my thought. Is I That is the thing. I do think there's like two classes of skaters and Malinin and Uno are in the top one. And then the other four are like right below them. But I, I mean, obviously they're all very skilled skaters so i'm just i'm very excited to watch it okay so those are my predictions for the men i'm going to take a quick break and then when we come back i will hit you with my predictions for the women so keep it here we apologize for this interruption of this commercial break for we have breaking news here in the kcou studios as we send it over to our reporter peter peter thank you peter Looks like the penalty box will be back for another semester of shenanigans and sports talk. That's right, join me, Peter Camp, and my co-host Jack Knowlton on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. for a breakdown of sports news from all around the country, from football to basketball to hockey to our favorite segment, the penalty box on KCLU 88.1 FM. You won't want to miss it, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, sports fanatics. We are Luca Vitalik. Ryan Walterman. And Ben Schmidt. Let us introduce you to a weekly favorite sports podcast on KCOU 88.1 FM. On Around the Wave, several guests and us provide you the most thorough Mizzou sports coverage. Also, NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL coverage where we debate. Provide legendary lists. And give bold predictions. So join us every Thursday morning at 9 o'clock Central Time on KCOU 88.1 FM. We hope to see you there. Look at me, busy as a bee. Where'd I get all this energy? Oh, man. Mm, man. I don't sleep and I don't eat, but I've got the cleanest house on the street. Oh, man. Mm, man. Get these hairs all out of my face. Get these bugs all out of my place. One more hit. No time to waste. Oh, man. Oh, man.
Welcome back to the gold standard. Let's jump right into these women's predictions. We'll, of course, start out with how how they get there. How did we get this um, slate? Slate of women, I guess. Um, okay. So, women's competition, a little bit tighter. I would say. Um, so the sixth place qualifier was Rinka Watanabe of Japan. She earned the gold medal at Skate Canada. And then, oh my gosh, quick maths, got fifth at the NHK trophy in Japan. Who? Okay. I was like, who won? But I, I found it. Um, yeah, so she got 22 points and this is interesting to me. So she got 22 points. The first tiebreaker is your highest placement that you got in the Grand Prix. So she got the gold medal at Skate Canada. Well, Rion Sumiyoshi of Japan also earned 22 points. She earned two bronze medals. So she took the bronze at the Grand Prix in France and the bronze at the NHK trophy and had more points overall than Rinka Watanabe. But because she didn't place higher at an event, she is the first alternate. And so here's me saying, I just feel like the first tiebreaker should be points. That is, that is my opinion. Um, oh, I just found something else interesting that I'm going to bring up here in just a second. But yeah, I feel like the first tiebreaker should be overall points. I just feel like if you're in a harder field, so you're scoring more but getting a lower standing, I still think you should be able to make the final over someone who skated in an easier field, scored less points, and was able to get um, a higher medal than you did. That is my thought. I'm open to other opinions. I could be convinced that the correct way is who finished higher, but, you know... For now, my opinion is that points should be the tiebreaker. Fifth place, Miss Isabeau Levito of the United States. First season on the senior circuit and already making the Grand Prix final slay. She earned a silver medal at Skate America and a silver medal at the Grand Prix of Britain. Now, if we look at points, she has more overall points than, yep, anyone else in the Grand Prix, period. Um, she outscored, I mean, by like less than a point, the first place qualifier, but she overall outscored the first place qualifier. So something to keep our eye on, I think. Um, yeah. Okay. So fourth place qualifier was Kim Ye Lim of South Korea. She earned the silver medal at the Grand Prix of France and the gold medal when she majorly upset Kaiori Sakamoto reigning world champion at the NHK trophy. So Kaiori Sakamoto was also on home ice and Kim Ye Lim beat her. She earned 28 points and is the fourth place qualifier. Third place qualifier, Kaiori Sakamoto. 
again, kind of surprising to see her down there as the third place qualifier and not the first place qualifier. But she also earned 28 points. She earned the gold medal at Skate America and the silver at the NHK Trophy. Second place qualifier was Luna Hendricks of Belgium, earning the gold medal at the Grand Prix of France, the silver at the Grand Prix of Espoo in Finland. And she overtook both Kimye Lim and Kaiori Sakamoto, who both also earned 28 points by, of course, that second tiebreaker of overall points, having earned less than one point more overall than Kaori Sakamoto, but still more. And if we're looking at it, the top four highest point getters over the two competitions that they skated all had like a point or less between them. So Isabel Levito had 422.40. The first place qualifier, who I'm about to name in a second, had 421.57. Luna Hendricks had 420.25. And Kaiori Sakamoto had 419.48. This competition is going to be so close. Oh, I can just feel it. Okay. So the first place overall qualifier for the women, the only woman to win both of her events was Mai Mihara of Japan. She earned 30 points overall with a gold medal at the Grand Prix of Britain and the Grand Prix in Finland. Like I said earlier, the first alternate is Reiko Watanabe. Nope. Nope, she was the last qualifier. The first alternate is Rian Sumiyoshi of Japan. The second alternate is Yang Yu of Korea. And the third alternate is Han Lee of Korea. <clears throat> and then the next two skaters were also from Japan. So there were so many Japanese women and Korean women in the top like 11. Um, yeah, truly they're doing so well. Um, okay. Let's, let's predict. Okay. Uh, ooh, <laughs> I was like just about to start throwing names out there and, oh, this is kind of tough because they, they really are all so close. Um, okay. So for the bronze. Oh my goodness. This is so difficult. Okay. See, part of me wants to leave Kaiori Sakamoto completely off my podium, but that just seems wrong. Because I feel like Isabeau Levito has to be on my podium. But, oh my gosh, their scores are all so close. This is a problem I really have not had predicting the women through the entire Grand Prix. Okay, here's my thought. Kaiori Sakamoto has been made an underdog in a way. It's like... An underdog in the sense of like the one year when Tom Brady was still with the Patriots and the Chiefs were really good and they were like, yeah, like I love being an underdog. Like they don't expect us anymore, blah, blah, blah. And it was still like Tom Brady and the Patriots and everybody was like, oh my gosh, be quiet, please. That's the feeling I have about Kaiori Sakamoto. But um, of course, I don't have the same disdain for Kaiori Sakamoto that I did for Tom Brady and the Patriots. So I'm going to say, and this has my American bias all over it. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to say Luna Hendricks, bronze, Isabeau Levito, silver, 
Oh, <laughs> and Kaiori Sakamoto gold. Part of me really wants to switch Luna Hendrix and Isabel Levito in that. Because, oh, Luna Hendrix has looked so good. But I also, I think it'd be so boring for me to say Kaiori Sakamoto gold, Luna Hendrix silver. Because that's, that's worlds last year. That's so boring. And like, do I think Isabel Levito can beat Luna Hendrix? Yeah, I, I, I kind of do. <laughs> okay, that's going to be my predictions. They're terrible. This is so difficult. Like, it's, it's not even like the men where I feel like there's a little bit of separation. I feel like respectfully barring Rinka Watanabe, it's anyone's game. I truly, truly think that. And like not having Mai Mihara on the podium feels incorrect. But at the same time, I just, I feel like it has to be Kaiori Sakamoto. It has to be. That is, that is my thought. <laughs> it has to be her, right? You know, it's going to be close. And I think... What's really keeping me from being confident in my Isabel Levito take is the fact that she's so young. And so I feel like the seniority of some of these other skaters and the experience could like overtake her. I'm looking at you, Luna Hendricks. But I don't know. Looking at like those overall scores, looking at the two silvers she already has, I just feel like she's going to keep that up. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I, you know, I could be com proven completely wrong, but I do not see a world in which Kaiori Sakamoto and Luna Hendricks are not both on this podium. And so I'm just going to let my American bias seep in. I'm just going to let it <laughs> simply. I've made some bad predictions this year, way worse than what I'm doing right now. Simply for a little bit of American bias. So <clears throat> that's that. And honestly, I think even if I wasn't being slightly biased, I think I'd still put Isabel Levito on the podium. I might just be more boring and say Sakamoto Gold, Hendrix, Silver, Levito, Bronze. But something in me is just like, like my gut is just telling me that she'll be on the podium yeah. I don't know. I just, I feel like she will. And I, I think it's that overall points thing that's telling me that. So that is going to be my prediction. The Sakamoto gold, Levito silver, Hendrix bronze. That's going to be my prediction. And I'm not very confident in this one. I was honestly feeling pretty confident in my men's predictions. Not feeling super confident in this one. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure you can tell. But we're going to stick with that one. All right. I'm going to kick it to one more quick break. And then when we come back, I've actually saved myself enough time to pretty decently talk about ice dance and pairs, which I feel like I'm usually speeding through. So keep it here to actually get some good ice dance pairs content. Hey, what's up? Holla at your boy. XOXOXO. You getting these texts? Question mark. Where are you? What are you doing? OMG, you are making me mad. You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at thatsnotcool.com. Thatsnotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Hey, Blaze. What do you get when you put two fiercely competitive sports fans who love to debate in the same room? Um, I don't know. You get a new show called Mixed Doubles on KCOU 88.1 FM. Wow, Abigail, that's really cool. What's the show about? We're going to be talking about all things NFL, MLB, college sports, NASCAR, and tennis. Tennis? Why tennis? Well, we have to talk about tennis. It's, it's in the name. 
Mm, I don't know, Abigail. We'll have to talk about that later. But I can't wait to listen to Mixed Doubles on KCOU 88.1 Fridays at 1. Wait, Blaze, you can't listen to the show. You're you're in the show. You're one of the co-hosts, remember? My fault, Abigail. I guess everyone else will have to listen to Mixed Doubles on KCOU 88.1 FM. standard i hate to tell you i'm a filthy liar i i don't i'm going to have to speed run actually i stand some pairs if i'm being quite honest i have about 10 minutes but that's five for each and i spent probably 20 minutes talking about the men and like 10 15 talking about the women so maybe actually no 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 i'll say something at the end that'll kind of help out this situation. Okay, let's start with pairs. So the qualifiers in the sixth place qualifier was Conti and Machi, Masi. We're going to say Masi, I think, of Italy. They earned the bronze medal at Skate Canada, the silver medal at the Grand Prix of Britain. The fifth place qualifier was Gallardi and Ambrosini of Italy. They earned fourth at the Grand Prix of France and actually won the Grand Prix of Finland, which, um, oh my gosh, Efimova and Blomart got silver at that one. I, I wasn't here to talk about the results of that, so I'm kind of learning some of them as I go, but I had predicted them, I think, to get like the silver medal at the Grand Prix um, at Skate Canada and they withdrew. Oh my gosh. And they're, they're like the German team that last week, Jess and I were like, where are the Germans? I found them. They just withdrew from one event. Um, interesting. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Gallardi and Ambrosini gold medal at Grand Prix fin- Finland, which honestly was a little bit of a weaker field. Helped him out, though, for sure. Um, the fourth place qualifiers were Shannon Howe of the United States, earning silver medals at both Skate Canada and the NHK Trophy. The third place qualifiers were Stiletto Dudak and Deschamps of Canada, earning the silver medal at Skate America and the gold medal at the Grand Prix of France. Second place qualifiers, Kinnearum and Frazier of the United States, earning gold medals at both of their events this Grand Prix cycle, um, being Skate America and the Grand Prix in Great Britain. And tying in points, but blowing Kinnearum and Frazier, <laughs> let me explain that better, actually. Tying in points based off medals, but blowing Kinnearum and Frazier out of the water in points earned like from skating at the event Miura and Kihara of Japan earning gold medals at both Skate Canada and the NHK trophy but in two events they had 428 points or 428.18 Kinnearum and Fraser had 407.24 now I hate to be boring I do um oh also if you want to know the alternates First alternate is Kovlev and Kovlev of France. Second alternate is McIntosh and Mimar of Canada. And the third alternate is Medelkina and Parkman of Georgia. Okay. Now, back to me not wanting to be boring. But sadly, I'm I'm going to be... I'm going to be boring. I, I hate to tell you with my predictions for pairs. Um, I'm going to go completely chalk here. I tried really hard not to, and the other ones, you know, even compromising my, (laughs) my true thoughts sometimes. Um, but there, 
there's, I just, I just don't see a way this doesn't end with Stiletto, Dudak, and Deschamps in third, Kinnearman Frazier with the silver, and Miura and Kihara with the gold. Now, the only thing I can see here is possibly Kinnearman Frazier having like a bad performance and Stiletto, Dudak, and Deschamps being able to overtake them um, into the silver. Miura and Kiara are getting gold at this event. Like, to me, that's not even a prediction. That's just a fact. <laughs> Watch them not because I'm so confident in this. They're getting gold. Kinnearman and Frazier, I think, are a shoo-in for the silver. And then... Stiletto, Dudak, and Deschamps either could capitalize on mistakes from Kinnearman and Frazier, which I honestly don't really see that happening. Chan and Howe could possibly overtake Stiletto, Dudak, and Deschamps. I also don't really see that happening. <clears throat> so even though it is completely so boring, I'm gonna, I gotta call it how I see it. Slow Dudak and Deschamps, bronze. Kinnearman and Fraser, silver. Miura and Kihara, gold. This is the complete opposite way I felt with the women where I was like, oh, it could be anyone. This one, I'm like, this is what's happening. I am sure of it. Pairs this season, I, I've said before on the show, pairs is the thing, the discipline that I watch the least, the one I know the least about. It's the best I've done predicting literally through the entire Grand Prix, the best I've predicted is in pairs. And that is because there is such a clear like hierarchy right now in pairs of just like, there's not a lot of teams at the top and there's like separation almost between every team. And so it's just made it easy for me to predict, honestly. Now watch me be completely wrong because I said that. Okay, let's move on to Ice Dance. Okay, here's what I'm kind of excited about. So um, I'm going to be reacting live. Or like reacting, I feel like is the wrong like term, but it's kind of what I'm going to be doing. On Saturday, I will be in the studio while the free dance is happening. And so I'm going to be talking about the events that have already happened, like during kiss and cry and stuff, like while teams are waiting for scores, but I'll also be able to talk live about what is happening. And I'm so excited. I've wanted to do that for so long, but I mean, the Grand Prix finals that happened in a couple years. So I'm, I'm so excited for that. And I feel like that's really going to make up for me having to speed run ice dance right now, because it's, it's going to get its time in the sun and ice dance really is what got me into figure skating um, during the Pyeongchang Olympics. So I feel like it'll be a nice ode ode to the ice dance. Anyways, okay, sixth place qualifier. Hawaiian Baker of the United States earned two silver medals, one at Skate America, one at the Grand Prix of Finland. Fifth place qualifier. Fearon Gibson of Great Britain earned two silver medals, one at Skate Canada, one at... Great Prix, Grand Prix of Britain. Chalk and Bates were the fourth place qualifiers, earning a gold medal at Skate America and a silver medal at the NHK Trophy, where they were upset by the third place qualifiers, um, Fournier, Boudreau, and Sorensen of Canada, who earned a silver medal at the Grand Prix of France <clears throat> and the gold at the NHK. Second place qualifiers were Guinard and Fabri of Italy, earning two gold medals, um, one at the Grand Prix of France, one at the Grand Prix of Great Britain. And the first place qualifiers were Gilles and Poyer, who earned two gold medals, one at Skate Canada and one at the Grand Prix of Espoo in Finland. Whew, man, I feel like I barely got a chance to breathe there for a moment. Um, if we're looking at scores, um, Gilles and Poyer had 435.19 points through two competitions. 
Um, Guinard and Fabry had 421.69. And then actually, the team that had the third most points is Fear and Gibson with 414.74. Um, but they are down at the fifth place spot. And then it's pretty close between Fournier, Boudreaux, and Sorensen and Chalk and Bates um, with the Canadians having 412.34 and the Americans having 411.93. So very close there. Um, yes, so those are the qualifiers. Predictions. Now, this, I feel like, hmm... If I just, I'm so confused by Chalk and Bates this season because I feel like they should be an obvious podium finish. And I always feel like they should be able, no, I don't. I was about to say, I always feel like they should fight for gold. I never thought that because it was always Papadakis and Cicerone. But with them gone, I, with Papadakis and Cicerone gone, I really just thought that Chalk and Bates would be like next up and they simply aren't they did like tweak their program it's they had a late start to the season it seems like like something is going on there um but am i am i about to leave both u.s teams off the podium no i am not um this is another one i'm gonna be kind of boring gill as employer look fabulous this season. I mean, they they just seem like they're blowing everybody out of the water. They This is their season. I truly believe it. Um, and even though they're a team that Chalk and Bates, honestly, has like beat pretty consistently in the past, I, I think Gillis and Poyer, I think this is their season, and I think they get gold here. And again, going to be boring, but with the silver, I got to give it to Guinard and Fabri. I just must. But honestly, I think Chalk and Bates figure their stuff out and get the bronze medal here. I do believe that. Okay. So those are my predictions for the Grand Prix final. And again, I'll be able to talk about them live um, on Saturday as part of KCOU Sports Saturday. I... Also have it, um, I have some information that Cup of Bro will be on air on Sports Saturday. So tune in for that. Also, Kansas, Mizzou, Kansas, big game, will be on KCOU. So, you know, just listen all Saturday, actually. And then again on Sunday, where I'll be back. <laughs> um, I'm going to be helping out with the pre-game, halftime, and post-game shows for the women's basketball game. So, I'll, you know, I will be back here this weekend. So make sure to tune in then. And then, of course, next Thursday, 